0: Righteousness. Yo, Angela Yee, yeah, I love you. 50% righteousness. What
1: are them ratchets to sit down? But tonight, I like 95% ratchets. Becoming the most prominent form for
0: him for Wake your ass up. Yeah, it's early in the morning, but they told me it was y'all. I said, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's
2: most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll catch it. Charlamagne God. Prince of and people
0: alone. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively
3: known as
0: Breakfast Club, bitches.
2: Hey fam! What's up ye? It's Monday! Eh, 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 eh. Yes, it's Monday back to the work week.
4: How's everything easy? I'm in LA, so you know it's 3am here, and I actually have my lip service live. You know I'm on this lip service live tour. That's right. And so I'm in LA for that. I was also at ComplexCon over the weekend. I was out here with Uh Major League Baseball. Shout out to Corey who set that up. Okay. Uh, that was really cool. I've never been to Complex Con before.
2: Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, Did you get a uh, chance to pick up any sneakers or anything like that?
4: I didn't even have time. I was kind of, I landed, went to Complex Con. It was like an hour and a half away from where I was staying because it's in Long Beach.
2: Right. You always and got then, dope exclusive clothes, dope exclusive sneakers, footwear, everything, man. That's, that's I did what, get that's some get gear from,
4: from Major League Baseball. Okay. So that was pretty nice. Okay,
2: some Yankee stuff, I'm
4: sure. Uh, You know it.
2: Okay, there you go. So and how, then, was, how was Lip Service Live? Because you, you had Dame Dash. Mm-hmm. You had uh, Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. Who else did you have out there?
4: Uh, Melissa Ford. Mm-hmm. And Watch Jazzy. Mm-hmm. And Naeem Lynn. You know him from the Plastic Cup Boys. That's
2: right. How it was, was that? Uh, last interesting. Night was
4: interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. And let me tell you what's been a challenge on this tour is a lot of these venues, they charge you to film in. Like, Live Nation charges you. Mm-hmm. So... I wanted to film a lot of these shows, but a lot of them I couldn't. But last night I did have the opportunity to do that. So I'll be excited to see how that comes out. But it was an interesting night. Because I think for a lot of people, it's like Damon Dash. You don't hear him talk as much about relationships and intimacy and all of that. And he did have his his uh, partner on there, Rocky. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's pregnant, by the way. Oh, wow.
2: All right. Congratulations mm-hmm. to Dame Dash then.
4: Yes. He you has know, a give white.
2: him a round of applause for Dame Dash. She just said his uh, girlfriend's pregnant.
4: <laughs> oh. Right, she has a little one on the way, so that's exciting.
2: All right, what up, Charlemagne? Yo, what's happening? How
5: was your weekend? No, weekend was great, nice and relaxing. You know Me what I'm saying? It's, it's all about wine and weighted blankets and CBD on the weekends. You know what I mean? That's what I like to do. Yeah, I just relax. I like, like to relax. Just hung out with the kids. Salute to the people who are, are downstairs right now with this honey jerk sauce. Yep. From Georgetown, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. They're get, they getting creative with their lies. They said I talked to them on Sunday. I wasn't even here
2: Sunday, but you know I'm not mad at him. No, look, you to... They actually said he called Friday, and then he said he was going to come up here and do an interview. I was like, really? I said, Charlemagne said that? How? I don't know. <laughs> when did I say that? I say, he say, he said, he said, I, don't worry, I'll, I'll be up there and I'll talk to you about it. I said, okay. No I'll doubt. be up
5: there and I'll talk to you about it. I don't know. I was like, all right, maybe Charlemagne told the man something. Uh, yeah, right. But listen, this is Honey Jerk Sauce. Taste Lounges original sweet and spicy. Salute to them. Mm-hmm. I like the ambition.
2: I like the hustling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's get the show cracking. Uh, Jason Mitchell will be joining us, of course. Actor used to be on The Shy. Used to be on The Shy. Um, he
5: was in the, supposed to be in this Netflix show, Desperados. He played Easy E and Straight Out of Compton. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in this other Oh Mudbound, Mudbound, Mary J. Blige. That was really good on Netflix. Yeah, he doing was- a
4: great job as an actor. He's from New Orleans, mm-hmm. but then. Yeah, then he was, happened.
2: he was released from the shy. He was released from Desperados. He His was accused, management uh, released him. He was accused of misconduct. Right, so we'll talk about that. We don't know what
5: misconduct is actually was, though. They never said sexual misconduct. They just said
2: misconduct. We Correct. don't know what misconduct was. Yeah, we'll talk to him about that this morning. And also, Will Packer will be joining us. Yes, he's got a new show called Central Ave. Central Lab. He'll bring up the host with him, uh, Jalisa Bermudez and also Sonia Sanya, uh, Sanya, Richards Sanya, Richard Ross. Ross. Yeah, so we'll talk to I, both of them I as actually well. did something for that
4: show too while I've been on this
2: tour while I was in Atlanta. So Okay. Alright, well let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what we talking about.
4: Oh, man. Well, let's talk about your guy, Beto O'Rourke. And he is no longer in the presidential race.
2: Damn it, man. All right. And happy birthday to Diddy. Today's Diddy's birthday, man. He's 50. Diddy's 50 today. Diddy's
4: 50.
5: I love the fact that people aren't embracing their age, man. It was Shout a time in hip hop where nobody would ever say that they was 50 years old. You should be happy that you're 50 years old. Age is a goddamn blessing. Drop on the clues bombs for Diddy. Yeah, happy birthday. And what diddy. does it matter when you're 50 when you're worth a half a billion
2: dollars? <laughs> like, what doesn't do, matter? You you won already in life, man. There you go. Come on. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news is next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now yesterday in NFL, the Texans beat the Jaguars 26-3, the Bills beat the Redskins 24-9, the Panthers beat the Titans 30-20, the Chiefs beat the Vikings 26-23, the Dolphins beat the Jets 26-18.
5: It, it hurts my heart when I see things like that. I cannot believe that my Dallas Cowboys lost to the New York Jets.
2: The Jets are terrible. They are terrible. The Eagles uh beat the Bears 22-14, Steelers beat the Colts 26-24, the Raiders beat the Lions 31-24, Seahawks beat the Buccaneers 40-34 in overtime. The Broncos the Broncos beat the Browns 24-19. The Chargers beat the Packers 26-11. And the Ravens beat the Patriots yesterday 37-20. And as I close my eyes and tonight and I rub the rub my Dallas Cowboys ball, will beat the New York Giants 36-3. The Giants will beat the Cowboys tonight. The game is at 8-15. And the score will be 24-9 in favor of the Giants. Dallas Cowboys 36-3.
5: All, All right. right down.
2: What else we got, Yeezy?
4: Um, well, let's talk about Beto O'Rourke. He has stepped down. He's no longer running for president. And when he was on the Breakfast he Club, Jeff. Just Last oh
0: wow. week, he did.
5: <laughs> he took here's, all the energy out of him. Hi, envy. He don't have no more here, energy. To and run. it's
4: interesting because you know when he first started running on the very first day, he raised six point <laughs> one million dollars, <laughs> and people thought he was very promising. Barack Obama compared him to himself early on.
5: Did Barack Obama compare Beto, or did people compare Beto to Barack? I never heard Barack say Beto's like me. That never yeah, happened.
4: Um, I don't know about that. I think he did.
5: That's a hell of an endorsement. I don't think that happened. I know people were comparing... He
4: didn't, he didn't endorse him.
5: Yeah, but people were comparing Beto to Barack, but I don't think Barack ever said Beto reminds me of myself.
4: Well, here's what Beto O'Rourke said when he was on The Breakfast Club.
5: You think you should have listened to some of the people in Texas who wanted you to focus on running for the Senate again as opposed to running for president? You think you should have listened? No. Um, if I am the nominee, we can win Texas. That's 38 electoral college votes. more More than any other state... That puts Donald Trump away once and and forever. Uh, It also ensures that we help those who are down ballot. So whoever takes on John Cornyn as a Democratic nominee for Senate will be helped if I'm at the top of the ticket. Those running to replace the Republican members of Congress who've resigned in Texas because they can see the writing on the wall, they're helped if there's a Texan at the top of the ticket. So I think I can do the most good in the position that I'm pursuing. And look, I I want to be present.
4: All right. Well, since then, he has stepped down. And here's what he said as he stepped down.
0: This is a campaign that has prided itself on seeing things clearly and on speaking honestly and on acting decisively.
5: We have to clearly see at this point that we do not have the means
0: to pursue this campaign.
5: Well, I mean, listen, Beto had a spark when he started, but his campaign turned to garbage. And I mean, he just ran out of money. Like, that's really what it boils down to at the end of the day. Once you run out of money, there's nothing you can do. All right. Well, that is front page news. Get
4: it off. Hmm? Oh, and just so you know, this is what Obama said. He was talking about some of the candidates and he was reacting to a report that a top Democratic person had said of of Beto O'Rourke that he's Barack Obama, but white. And Barack Obama responded, the reason I was able to make a connection with a sizable portion of the country was because people had a sense that I said what I meant. And then he told his former aide that Beto O'Rourke is one of several candidates like that. He said, we got a number of people who are thinking about the race who I think fall in that same category. And then he called Mr. O'Rourke an impressive young man.
5: Yeah. So that's where he, yeah. he said it. No, he, and, didn't, he didn't say no, it. No,
4: that's, that's where Beto O'Rourke gets that from.
5: Yeah, people, people were saying that, that Beto reminded them of Barack, but that was, that was hogwash.
2: All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
0: (laughs) This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. You better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast
2: Club. Hello,
0: who's this? Hey, good morning, guys. How you guys doing? God bless you. and Peace and blessings,
2: man. Peace and blessings. Get it off your chest, bro.
0: Hey man, I'm feeling good. It's Monday.
2: You know, it's a great day. I woke us up right, Envy?
0: Yeah, goddamn right. <laughs> Sean may there.
2: I'm right yep. here,
4: Sean. Uh, Angela,
0: Angela,
4: Angel- e there. I'm here. Hi, Sean Stone.
0: Oh, uh, what's going on, Angela? E? You don't happy today. You good?
4: Yeah, I'm good. I'm just tired with its time difference. Oh,
0: you're tired. Just been working a lot.
4: Yeah, I'm on this tour right. and I'm in LA right now. Yeah. So it's yeah. three o'clock oh, and three fifteen. Well, three twenty. Oh wow.
0: Yeah, when I look at you guys' IG, you guys are all over the place. Envy's all over the place with his MSI. Seminars, Charlemagne's all over the place. You all over the place. That's good, man. God is blessing you guys a lot.
4: Thank you, bro. will he do it, man? will he do it?
0: Hey, but listen, one more thing. You guys go and check out English.WATV.org. Check out the Church of God World Mission Society. They're doing a lot of great things across the world, okay?
2: Sounds good, bro, but thank you, man. All right. Take care. Hello, who's this? Taste bro. What's up, bro? Get off your chest, uh, Charlemagne. What's up? You told me pull up. I'm here,
0: bro. What up, uh-huh. King? When did I tell you to pull up? You you said
5: hey, give him a minute. I'm here. But when when to- did I when, when did I tell you to pull up though? Friday
4: on the hey, air bro. last week. You
5: no,
0: know, you say Monday. You
2: say Monday. I called Friday. Remember? Yeah, I'm he, he did. He did. did you did tell him to he pull up. Down. Sure did you told me Oh yeah up. you he right exactly No 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 no, no, no You right I do remember now You yeah, right and I
0: out Of my room in Brooklyn I've been out here A whole hour we, I'm here just to see you And go back to South Carolina Within 12 hours bro Alright I'm, I'm, I'm a... gonna, I, yo, I'll wait to, I'll wait till you do your job And everything just Well listen I, listen listen I'll, listen. listen. Just picture, Calm down
5: bro. listen I'm not bringing you on air Or nothing like that But no. uh Okay I'm, 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 I'm gonna have somebody Bring you up in a couple minutes Alright uh, it's, it's me, my wife, and my three kids, bro. 10, and 5, every, and 1. Everybody, take a every, them, everybody will be searched on their way up, okay? To Including them, how, how old are the kids? <laughs> 10, ten five, and
0: 1, bro. I'm oh, yeah, we definitely five, searching bro. them. worry about nothing. Especially the one-year-old. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wax, I seen Wax, Wax down here, man. Send them, send them to me, bro. I'm good. I'm good. I got you. I uh, see less. Appreciate it, homie.
5: This guy is crazy. Get it off your chest. Listen, I support black entrepreneurs. You just
2: told me you was like, yeah, I didn't tell him to come up here. Yes, you did on Friday. You told him to come up.
5: No, I didn't tell him. I didn't say not to come up here. I said on Friday. You said said no. He said
2: said I spoke to him Sunday. I said I ain't talked to you on Sunday. You never said come up here. You said pull up like outside. Did you take a picture with the man? No, but I'm about to. Okay.
5: Listen, I I listen. I appreciate anybody who got the ambition and the hustle to make that kind of trek. And it's not like they was coming up here asking me to smash a pie in their face. That was Like last the week. two brothers from Atlanta <laughs> last, last week. week. That was ridiculous. Now, if you come up here and you got a product like this, honey jerk sauce, and you know, you just want to take a picture, cool, I ain't got no problem doing that. Salute the Taste Lounge in Georgetown.
2: All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to, vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your
0: ass up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, VJNV. Good morning, Charlemagne. And this this is Neil, the blind runner.
2: Hey Neil, what's going on Hi, bro?
4: Hi, Neil. What's up?
0: Helen, how you doing, Angela? Good morning.
4: I'm good. When we running again?
0: Yeah, I don't know when y'all yeah, set the date. Um, basically, I survived the NYC marathon yesterday.
2: Congratulations, man. I had a bro... One of my friends uh, ran a marathon yesterday, man. He ran it with a And my girl
4: Dolores did, too. Really? Our girl
0: Dolores. It was hard as hell, and I'm not doing that again until 2021.
4: (laughs) All right, you'll do it again, though. Let me tell you, that's on my bucket list. So every year, I'm like, next year I'm going to do it, but I'm going to really do it next year.
0: Yeah, definitely got to train hard for this. I didn't get the full training that I needed with my guys and everything. But it was a wonderful experience. I got somebody who cried at the last of the finish. She saw me at the end and everything.
2: How long no. did it take you to finish it? How long did it take you to finish?
0: Oh, boy. I, I wanted to finish in five uh, under five hours, but six hours and 36 minutes and
2: nine seconds. Okay. Well, congrats, bro. You run it again, and I'm sure you'll be much faster next time, too.
0: Yeah, definitely. You'll be my guide
2: next year. I don't know about that one, but... He'll be, hol- he'll be holding you back yeah, if you yeah, let him guide yeah. you. Yeah, you'll be guiding me, actually. Have,
4: have you ever had a situation with a guy that was just not going fast enough or wasn't pacing you right?
0: Yesterday they were basically booking it in the beginning of the miles, and it was too hard to do because they supposed go easy on it mm-hmm. on the first half, and they went straight hard and everything. I was really out of it. What if your guide is out of shape? He supposed to be training with me, and that's not cool. I'm going for another guide. I'm not gonna go for that at all. Okay. I got a lot of the guys to choose from and everything, so I don't want to go for no BS guys. All
4: right. All right well, brother. congratulations. We're proud yeah, of you. Thanks
0: thanks a lot. Um, hopefully, I'm going do another Run with Yee soon, and hopefully, I'll see you, and I'll show you my medal.
4: Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. Hello. Who's this? This is
2: Big Mo. Big Mo. Get it off your chest, bro. Yo, man, I'm calling from Charleston, South
0: Carolina. What's up, a 843. What's happening? Oh, you know what time it is. Angela Yee. What's goodie? Okay, so I'm getting it off my chest, man. Our local radio station is not bringing your show in on time. So I don't get to hear the Good Morning USA and the yo, 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 yo. I'm
5: glad you called because I relayed this message this weekend. Somebody hit me up. Oh, my, my, my man, brother Don, hit me up. And I think uh, I mean,
0: that's, my, that's my cousin. Okay,
5: bro. I relayed the message to corporate here.
0: All right, man. What so was the answer, Eddie? What, what, why was the problem? He said it's on y'all in. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You know, I hit the PM. He's pointing the finger there. But anyway, man, y'all get it right. You know, I got to hear my good morning USA. I like, yo, yo, yo,
5: yo, yo. We'll figure it out
0: at some point this week.
2: But well, have a good right, one,
0: bro. Yeah, man. Y'all keep up the good work.
2: Thank you, bro. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 if you need to vent. Yee, we got rumors on the way?
4: Yes, Remy Ma was on Hollywood Unlocked, and she had a lot of things to talk about from the past. And we have some of it for you. You can imagine some of the things that were addressed.
2: All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. What's happening? Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Remy Ma. It's time, time, time. Oh,
6: She's spilling the tea. This
0: is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
4: Well, Remy Ma was on Hollywood Unlocked, and during that appearance, she talked about a lot of different things. One thing she discussed was the diss track Sheether against Nicki Minaj and how all of that happened. Now, she did say that Nicki reached out to her, and here's what happened.
6: I had great respect for what she was able to do and what she was able to achieve. And when I came home, we had had, you know, a conversation but she actually reached out to me and we spoke and I was just like anything I say they're gonna say I'm coming at you anything mm-hmm. you say they're gonna say you're coming at me like we're not gonna let it get to us and, and I thought that's where we was at
4: alright then however she said there was something that actually was a straw that broke the camel's back and here's what she said What led up to the whole sheet, the thing was just, I just kept
6: hearing so much things that was going on behind the scenes. And I didn't understand why would you do this to me? And it was one last straw that I felt like that had just broke the camel's back. I was already annoyed with everything that was going on. I was like, yo, as long as this is the way it is, nobody, not just me, no women are ever going to be able to succeed as long as this is how it is. If you don't sound like this, if you don't look like this, and if you're not bowing down to her... We, we not never going to, get you know what, I don't give a f- now.
5: This is what we doing. You know, I'll never forget that day. It was a Saturday CIAA weekend. We was in Charlotte, and for whatever reason that morning, I was going back and forth with Nikki on the text. I think she was going back and forth with you too, right, Envy? Yes. And she was going back and forth about Remy, and I'm telling Nikki, I don't think Remy has a problem with you. And Nikki is like, yes, she does, and I know you boosting it up. And I'm like, Nikki, you're bugging. I, I've never heard Remy talk bad about you. And about an hour later, an hour later she, she-, that she- that comes came out. out. And all I could do is hit Nikki back and say, my bad.
2: I didn't know. <laughs> I got cursed out that day. I definitely
5: did. And that's your, I really didn't know. I really didn't know they had an issue on that level. I had no All right, idea.
4: well, Remy has said on the record prior to this that it does bother her that she put that record out where it's literally picking apart a part female. And that that went so viral, and she said every media outlet wants to talk about it and pick it up. I feel like we could have done the same thing working together.
5: Well, I mean, I agree with they, they could do more working together, but um, I don't think it has anything to do with gender. That's just hip hop, you know what I mean? That it, is that happens in hip hop sometimes, you know. Well,
4: I guess for her, it bothers her personally as a woman that that's what went viral.
5: But, it, that- but if you listen to all of these rappers now, even if you listen to like Cameron on Rap Radar, he regrets a lot of the stuff he said about Nas back then. But Jay Z won't do any of his records dissing yeah, Nas yeah, and all yeah, that. He happens, regrets that. that happens.
4: All right, now, Louis C.K. is hitting the road and starting over the weekend. He's, you know, doing his comeback after everything that happened where he admitted to sexual misconduct and he's trying to reestablish his career. On his website, if you buy tickets, right... It has all kinds of things that you can't do. Now, of course, you can't film. A lot of comedians don't want you to come in there and use your phone, and they have the little packet that you have to put your phone in so that you make sure you can't use it while you're there. Right. But in addition to that, it says recording of any kind, including note-taking, is not permitted. He also says that you are not allowed to copy, translate, transmit, display, distribute, or reproduce verbatim in any form, anything that's said during his show. And if you violate those rules, you are subject to legal repercussions.
2: I get it. I mean, they're comedians. They don't want their jokes out there. They don't want their, what they're saying out there. It makes sense to me.
4: It's hard because when people come and they do reviews about your show, they usually do quote a little something. And so I guess now.
2: Now you just got to say you like it or you hate gonna it. That's not going to happen at <laughs> no,
4: all. I get it. Makes sense to me. Yeah,
5: especially when they're taking people out of context when they quote them. Mm-hmm.
4: I just never heard of people saying you can't even write anything, you know, or afterward. So, there you have it. But he did say you can't say it verbatim, so I guess you can paraphrase things, I all would right. assume. Mm-hmm. All right, so the 2019 Miss Universe will be airing live from Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta. They did announce that on Friday. So, that competition will air live, and Steve Harvey will return to host for the fifth year in a row. It's a three-hour event, as y'all all should know by now. Mm-hmm. and. So get ready for that. That's going to be happening live on Fox on December 8th.
5: Tyler Perry got the Miss Universe pageant, and he got one of the Democratic debates
4: coming up. He won it. All right. Life. Joker has crossed the $900 million mark. So wow. they're saying obviously now they have a legitimate shot at that movie pulling in over $1 billion in ticket sales. It only cost $60 million to produce that movie. Wow. And then after, on top of that, of course, there's marketing and everything. So now they're guaranteed to gross more than $500 million or more in profit.
5: I still haven't seen it yet. That's crazy. Mm. I hate DC that much. That even though the movie's uh, getting rave reviews and everybody telling me how much they love it, it. I, it's, my, my body still won't allow me to go see it. My mind is like, nope, not yet.
4: Yeah, well, listen, a lot of people have gone to see it, apparently, so it is going to cross that $1 billion mark. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your Rumor reports. Anybody watch... Um, You know, I've been traveling, so I haven't had a chance to see Power. Y'all see that?
5: Yes, I saw Power. Last night? Absolutely. I saw Power. I watched it Saturday night. Absolutely saw Power.
4: Everyone's talking about it on social media, and I'm so mad that I haven't had a chance to see
2: it. Well, check it out so. today when you get the opportunity. It's, it's a, to. And I know y'all
4: don't watch 90 Day Fiancé. That's back on, too. No,
5: I saw a lot of people talking about that. Power, Power is just a soap opera, bro. I hate all the St. Patrick's. I hate Tasha. I hate Ghost. I hate Tariq. I want all of them to die. I want all of them to go join Raina. Raina's the only one that deserves to live out of the whole St. Patrick's and the little girl that we never see. She, Oh. All right. Who's the little daughter that we never see? And I, I, and I would hide, too, if I was part of that family
2: all right well that is your front page or that is your room report when we come back front page news what are we talking about ye?
4: yes we are going to be talking about uh this something is back that people have been waiting for and they have been losing their mind all weekend this went viral over the weekend as well
2: all right we'll get into that next and happy birthday diddy i right. diddy turns 50 he's half a hundred that's right that stop, won't stop so we're gonna get on some diddy records all morning long and of course i'm gonna do a diddy mix uh during the mix so let's get on benjamin's happy birthday diddy it's the breakfast club good morning
0: all
2: right. Happy birthday, Diddy. Rest in peace, Big. Good morning, everybody. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, is now, some front- now
5: when you say that, right, think What's about that? what you just said. You said, happy birthday, Diddy. Rest, Rest in peace, big. big. So people are always be so upset about getting older and lying about their age and stuff like that. The alternative is deaf. So you better embrace them 50-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? When you hit them, them mouth do like 50, you better embrace it and be happy you're here. Absolutely.
2: Well, let's get into some front-page news, in NFL, the Texans beat the Jaguars 26-3. Bills beat the Redskins 24-9. Panthers beat the Titans 30-20. The Chiefs beat the Vikings 26-23. Miami Dolphins beat the Jets 26-18. Now, earlier, my producer told me that the Jets head coach was fired. That is not true. I couldn't find that anywhere. He should be, though. <laughs> well, he should be, but he is not fired. He should be. All right. He uh, should
5: hear that. He should. Somebody. I hope somebody texted him this morning and said, Y'all heard you got fired. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that that scared the hell out of him.
2: My he goodness. deserves that. Now the Eagles beat the Bears 22-14, the Steelers beat the Colts 26-24, Raiders beat the Lions 31-24, Seahawks beat the Buccaneers 40-34 in overtime, the Broncos beat the Browns 24-19, Chargers beat the Packers 26-11. The Ravens, they beat the Patriots 37-20. And tonight... The Dallas Cowboys will beat as, the New um, York Giants 36 Closing my three. eyes and rubbing my crystal ball, I see that the Giants will beat the Cowboys tonight 24-9.
5: Cowboys will beat the Giants 36-3. And I'm going to tell you something. You know why the Jets Coast needs to be fired? Because they're one in what? One in six? Yeah, but what's that one team they they beat? That's why they need to be fired. Why?
4: That's crazy.
5: You're going to lose to every team except for the Cowboys? <laughs> except for the Cowboys. That's exactly why you need to be fired, okay? <laughs> what else we got, you Beating my squad. Well, the
4: Popeye's chicken sandwich. Is back. It came back, and people were really excited that the Popeyes chicken sandwich has returned. So, of course, um, they did launch that again yesterday, the day that Chick fil A was closed. And there's been all kinds of memes and people going out in crazy lines just to get that. So, I don't know. Now is the time, I guess, if you haven't tried it and you want to, is the time to do it. Not interested. Since we're talking about fast food, the CEO of McDonald's, Steve Easterbrook, has been let go. He's been ousted after the board determined that he violated company policy. He became CEO back in 2015 and they said that he demonstrated poor judgment involving a recent consensual relationship with an employee. Mm. So he's been replaced. He did express regret over that relationship He said As for my departure I engaged in a recent Consensual relationship With an employee Which violated McDonald's policy This was a mistake Given the values Of the company I agree with the board That it is time For me to move on Beyond this I hope you can Respect my desire To maintain my privacy Okay So yeah You know a lot of people Have rules and regulations And if you work someplace place where You're not supposed To fraternize Or date other employees Especially if you're The CEO I guess that's just It for you Right all right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Front Page News.
2: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back... Speaking of uh, workplace rules... Jason Mitchell will be joining us. Yes, Jason Mitchell, uh, he, used to, he used to be on The Shy. Mm-hmm.
5: He played Easy Ian straight out of Compton. He was in a great movie called Mudbound. That was on Netflix with Mary J. Blige. He was supposed to be in Desperados. Right. It's a very, uh, really dope actor.
2: hmm Was on the rise. And we're going to have a conversation with him this morning, Chris. Yes. Uh, it seems like he was let go from a bunch of different things. His management let him go. So we're going to talk agency. about all that. Yeah, we're going to talk about all that when we come back, have some real conversation. Because of because
5: of, because of uh, misconduct. But We don't necessarily
2: know what misconduct was. Right. Well, we'll find out when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Jason yes. Mitchell. Welcome back, brother. Oh, man.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm very glad to be here this morning. So, how, how you how feeling, y'all? my brother? You good? Yeah, man. I feel like the Lion King right now. You Expl- know? Explain oh. that. What's, what? I mean, I just feel like, you know, I've, I've been through so much lately, but it's it all gives me reason to smile, man. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm not going to lie to you, like. These these last few months, I just became a single father. I got full custody of my daughters. Mm-hmm. You know, things are still going good, man. My my life
2: at home is is good. Let's start from the beginning. Of course, the last couple of months there have been so many allegations. Right back in May, name. yeah, uh, they said you were fired from the shy and right. desperados. Right. They said uh, UTA management dropped you. Right as a client. So, um, what's going on? What happened?
5: Because they say allegations. And we right. first heard this. Right, it was, When we saw it, everybody just back away like that, when everybody drops you, I'm like, okay, what right. the hell are we about to hear?
1: Right, right, what, right. What were the actual allegations? Well, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure what the allegations themselves were. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell you what happened. What happened was um, with Desperados, we were in pre production, and I went out with a, uh, a co worker of mine, and she got drunk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being the person that I am, I felt responsible, you know, to make sure she got home because they're already telling us, like, don't take the Ubers, don't trust these people, don't jump in a cab, don't do any of that. You know what I mean? We're in Mexico City and we're in a foreign land and we should stick together. So I was like, okay, this isn't where I leave her, you know? Mm -hmm. So I made sure she got home and the next day it was, it kind of all slapped me in my face. I'm not sure if her and her significant other had a situation because I I did FaceTime her boyfriend to figure out, like, how to get there and, you know, how to go about getting her home. So you FaceTime so, her boyfriend because you wasn't doing anything with her, but you was like, bro, I need to get home. Where am I going? Exactly. I actually had a girlfriend at the time, too, as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I felt like I was doing the right thing. But um, the next day... You know, they, they canceled rehearsal and everything, and they came to me, and they were like, Jason, you know, we need to talk to you about this
2: activity that went on. Well what activity did they say went went on? Like, because if you just brought it home, what could possibly happen?
1: Exactly. They weren't exactly specific with me about anything, mm-hmm. you know, and I was a little baffled by that, but they did pay me in full, you know, before I left, so I was like, you know. So they never
5: even told you what you were
1: accused no, of? No, 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 hmm. they didn't. And, you know, with that being said, I just want to jump out there and say, like, You know, for anybody who's ever been around me, they know that I'm one of the most loving, sweet people in the world. But if I did do anything, Mm -hmm. say anything, make anybody feel any kind of way, you have my deepest apologies. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, my deepest apologies. Because that was never my intention to make anybody feel any sort of way. You know, I've definitely never put my hands on somebody or anything like that. But um, I think it was just sort of a, a... a series of events that led to things kind of being weird between us, if that makes sense. To the, to the young lady, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think uh, that Netflix just kind of made an executive decision to, to send me home.
5: Did you drop her off to her boyfriend's
1: house? Um, no, actually, her boyfriend wasn't in town yet. Okay, gotcha. Good. Yeah, and we were we were like kind of staying in different places or whatever. So, you know, I just made sure she got home. But you know, other than that, nothing really happened. What so about that- with the shy? Like the, the situation with. With Tiffany Boone. Well, (laughs) it's crazy because there was actually no situation with Tiffany Boone. Shout out to Tiffany Boone, by the way, too, because she was put in a position, you know, because this lady, Ayanna Floyd Davis, she did come out and go to the deadline and made a statement for Tiffany Boone. Also, I guess, said some things about Desperados and she had a lot to say, but she was the only person that ever made a a statement at all. Mm -hmm. So I was a little taken back by the whole situation that happened, but the actual reason that I got let go was because that Disney saw what was going on with with Desperados, and they just bought Showtime. So mm-hmm. they decided not to pick up my option. And, and of course, you know, I've been on the show for what's about to be three seasons. Mm-hmm. I was nominated for an award, so, you know, I was asking for more money and all these different sorts of things, and they just...
5: They went down to do it. Ayana, uh, she was a shy showrunner. She said that right. everybody, including Lena Waif, was well aware of your misconduct long before they let you go. Is that you true? Know.
2: And, what, and what misconduct? Because people keep saying misconduct, but nobody ever says what it is, which is baffling, because <laughs> you can't... Let somebody go and say it's misconduct but then not say what it is and not not give somebody a chance to talk about their misconduct. Exactly, exactly. Because I
1: was like the way I was raised, I don't know about everybody else, but the way I was raised, it was like if if me and Sean got a problem, DJ Envy sits us both down and say, hey, you know what happened? Get both sides of the story and that way you can assess it like that. But when you're dealing with HR, it doesn't work like that at all. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they'll they never pop out and tell you, oh, this is what was said by that person, this is what was said by that person. So you never actually get the luxury of finding out exactly how somebody felt about something. But there was a situation between me and Miss Ayanna. Mm-hmm. And basically what happened was um, my friend, God rest his soul, Aunt Young Greatness, mm-hmm. he, he was killed on um, October <clears throat> 17th, I believe it was. And on that day, like, I, I got the call, and I was torn apart. You know what I mean? This is somebody who I grew up with, but I was sort of using it at work because I had five scenes, right? And, like, four of these five scenes, I got to cry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, using it. And um, I walked back to Video Village, and uh, she, she asked me, was I okay? And I was like, no, nah, I'm I'm not really doing so okay. And she was like, well, we just want to make sure you're okay because uh, we don't want you to go home and self-medicate. And I was like... Sorry, wait. What you know what I mean? So, um, so there must have been rumors that you had like a drinking problem or a drug problem. Or I don't, about. I don't know what she had heard. You know, when you have those moments, like you feel like you know what the <laughs> is about to come out of me right now. Mm-hmm. So, right. I mean, I I do best by just not saying nothing, right? So, I took that to Lena, and Lena took that to HR, and as a result, she came back to me and pulled me to the side and was like, "Yeah, um, you know, um, we we could have talked about this before the entire situation." And I'm like, "Look, man, i I'm not five years old." You know what I mean? You can't just tell me that you were checking on me and you don't know me from a can of paint. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, either you're talking to somebody else or you have some sort of preset notion of who I am. You know what I mean? You don't don't even know me. You've never seen me under the influence of alcohol or any kind of drug. So when you said that, yes, it offended me. And um, it sort of turned it into a heated discussion and then I just walked off, right? But um, when she went to HR about that
2: situation... So now she went to HR about this heated discussion. Right. And was fired. She was fired. She was fired. fired. Right. Right. Because she wasn't supposed to approach you after an HR situation.
1: Exactly. And as a result, I think she sort of felt like me and Lena tried to throw her under the bus. You Mm -hmm. know, and I feel so bad for Lena because at the end of the day, no matter what went on, like, I was the person in question, not her. It was just painful to watch. You know, to to see Lena have to try to save her brand from something that went on with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I I don't know, man. Shout out to Lena Waithe. You know, she's she's still always gonna be a good friend of mine, near and dear person to my heart. But yeah, it was, so, it, was it was it was troubling to watch.
5: So did people? Was there was there uh, complaints about your misconduct before they let you go? Like, well, did you have a, a record? I guess.
2: As the first thing, people thought it was sexual. It was with, with all the sexual harassment right. that's going on, they said he must be sexually harassing somebody at, at the workplace. Right, right. To be honest, you know, and I really hate to say this because I'm all for the Me Too
1: movement. I have two beautiful daughters who I would like to be in the business, so I'm all for the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. But I think in this situation, Ayanna tried to use it as a really, really ugly weapon because Tiffany Boone left the show because she got a better job. They made it seem like Tiffany left because she couldn't take it with you anymore. Right, which is completely ridiculous because anybody who knows Tiffany Boone knows that if you try her, she will get you together right then and there. Had me and Tiffany ever had a situation where, I don't know, she might have felt sexually harassed, I can bet my bottom dollar that she would have told me about myself in that moment.
2: All right, we got more with Jason Mitchell. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jason Mitchell. You might know him from Straight Out Compton or The Shy. Now, Charlemagne? Lena
5: Wave called up in. She said that there were workshops and several meetings to, to mediate your
1: issues with Tiffany Boone. Well, nah, there wasn't any workshops um, that went along with that. But at the beginning of everything, they always do, like, a, 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 a HR workshop. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's for every... Pretty much every production. But me and Tiffany have never really been the best of friends. Mm-hmm. So season one, maybe, like, episode three or four, we we just told each other, like, this is... We just have a work relationship. You well, know we, what we I made, mean? What brought that conversation on? You know, me and Tiffany have our our different views on things. And uh, that's pretty much all it is. We're, we're both people who that are very opinionated. And if we sit down and have a conversation, we could go back and forth all day, no matter if it's about politics or about the job or about whatever it may be. But our our spirits don't don't jam. You know and that, what I mean? that made
5: her go, she actually went to HR on you because of that? No, no, no. Tiffany okay, has okay.
1: never went to HR. Tiffany's never made a statement. Tiffany's never done any of those things. And so how did that story come about? That y'all had an issue and Tiffany was complaining about you and y'all had to be sat down and... Mediated, well, I would I would assume that it came from Iona Floyd Davis. So that like, never happened. You and Tiffany never had to have those. No, we never like like I said, Tiffany will stick up for herself.
5: You must have cursed Diana out crazy or something.
1: No, I didn't. We had her. a
5: heated discussion and she well, took we, it we as we had a heated discussion. Was, yeah, and yeah. she
1: and she said that she felt threatened by me, right? Mm. But being from New Orleans, let me explain a little something to you about being from New Orleans. Okay, like we are the most loving, kind people. We come now, in with now,
5: hugs, kisses, and
1: love. I'm but... sure
5: you saw Birdman walk in this room. <laughs> He's from New Orleans. <laughs> He's from New Orleans. Exactly, okay. exactly. That's, that's what I was loving. That's what I was getting, that's <laughs> I was getting that's to. That's exactly that what I was to. I can easily it. see how somebody could take. If that's your idea of loving, I can see how somebody could take it out of context. <laughs> yeah, and feel exactly.
1: Cretined. Exactly. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> what, <laughs> what I was sort of getting at. You know, the fact that there's this, there's this thing that we have, this light switch in us. You know what I mean? Because I mean, people die every day anymore. Literally, you know what I mean? So when you come from an environment like that and then you have this sort of culture shock of jumping all the way into Hollywood, you don't really know how to communicate that well. And that's what I really had to work on. I had to work on my communication skills. I had to work on how not to let somebody get under my skin. You know what I mean? Because I think even in that that heated discussion that I had with her I feel maybe I might have unintentionally sort of intimidated her. I'm sure you and did. And I could take that. Yeah. I could take that L and say, ah, you know what? But I, I, but As a man, maybe... we got to be
5: cautious how we but, talk to women. But. You know what I'm saying? Like me and Envy, I can curse Envy out all day. Right. Yeah, he can have a problem with me and talk crazy to me, and I'll talk crazy back to him. But I can't do that to Anjali
1: because it wouldn't look right. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know, for me, I could, I could definitely take my L and say, you know what? I could have handled that better. Mm-hmm. I could have just walked off. And You Jay-Z in that.
5: the elevator with Solange, bro.
2: Exactly. 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 But, you Jason, let me ask, ask you a question, right? Yeah. Now, if you did absolutely positively nothing from what you're saying, you just had a conversation, you drove... He didn't say he didn't do nothing. Well, no, no. <laughs> in the start. In the start. Oh. Because he said he had a problem and he went to human resources. She wasn't supposed to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Right. He didn't do anything necessarily wrong in the desperado situation. You just drove the young lady back home, made sure she was back home safely. Right. And in this situation, all you did was have a heated conversation and that was it. Right. Why aren't you suing the pants off of every network for what they're saying about you? Because they're stopping your job. They're stopping your business. You have two kids. They're killing everything that you work so hard for. If you right. absolutely positively did nothing, why haven't you taken legal action on any of these people?
1: Well, because at the end of the day, I do have to take my L and say, you know what, I made myself subject to these situations. Had I not went anywhere with this, with this lady and had to drop her off home, I wouldn't be in the situation. Had I not responded to anything that went on with Ayana, I wouldn't be in the situation. You're holding yourself accountable. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely just holding myself accountable and saying, you know what? I don't feel like people don't want to see me successful. You know what I mean? I think people want to see me do better. And the only way I can really do better is to change my actions. You know what I mean? I can't well, I so hold anybody. What's
2: change in. in the desperado? You knew your co-worker was drunk. I can't fraternize. I just can't hang. So, so, Period. So you taking a home is wrong. I'm giving you Because an if not you not. didn't take a home, you would have been wrong. It, it was, no. it's, it's a double S. S-O. Remember we what? was in Jamaica. Well,
5: remember we was in Jamaica, right? And it was this girl. She was drunk in the pool, super mm-hmm. drunk. My homeboy 6'4". She was all over 6'4", too, right? Right. Said, take me back to my room. Take me back to my room. 6'4", went and got a woman. He went and got Angelie. Mm-hmm. He said, turn the camera on. And had follow him back to the room, and he dropped her off in the room. With
2: her friend and left. Right. He was on FaceTime with a boyfriend. Should have recorded it. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, right. There's I mean, certain things you got to do. But like, that's a, if, if nothing happened, that sounds, uh, that sounds like a human. Right. You see a young lady that's drunk and you're saying, I just don't want to leave her here because I'm her coworker and I care.
1: Bro, we know the climate we're in. Yeah, and see, that's what I was about like, to say, too. Because if you turn it into a situation where it's he say, she say, as a man... You're going to lose. You're going to lose. Bro. I think
5: there was another time they said you, you you got into a fight with a woman in a bar, like you slammed a woman on the ground in a bar or
1: something. Oh, no, no, no. that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, sorry. Wrong. I'm sorry
1: to laugh, yeah. but, but like I don't read the media, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was really instructed by my management team and my agents and my PR. Don't read any of the articles. Don't right. read any of that, right? But I had an incident in, in Boston where this girl actually slapped me. The police came. You know, she admitted to slapping me or whatever, and I didn't want to press charges, so they just kind of let us both go our separate ways. But I don't think she knew I was a celebrity at the time. And um, by the next morning, you know, this video comes out on TMZ, where she's like, yeah, he hurt me, and he broke my neck, and he slammed me on the ground, and all all these different things. And I'm like, wow. Why did she slap you? Because she was just in my conversation, and she wasn't sure like who we were talking about because she was interested kind of in in one of the guys that I was with and I'm not sure exactly what I might have said, you know what I mean, but she was she was just listening too hard, you know what I mean, and by the time you turn around, she right here she' just slapped fire from my face, I'm like, what is going on? would you call her out her name or something or she uh, what happened I don't know, I might have been like you need to y'all need to check on this, you know what I mean because actually what happened was I um I gave my young friends a, a nice suite in Boston. But they were inviting people over and I'm like, look, man. Oh, y'all was in a suite? Well, we were on our way up to the suite. Okay, we were actually just that. like in the hallway at the Rich Carlton. But I was telling them, like, look, man, y'all don't know these people. Don't trust these hoes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. pow,
2: I got slapped. Mm-hmm. So, you know so what I mean? Like, what happened with UTA, man? Is Because they dropped you. They know your character. They've been right. with you for a while and they decided to let you go. Right. Well, Desperados was fully packaged
1: by UTA. And I think when the whole situation happened in Mexico City, everybody expected a story. Everybody expected yeah, I thought something to, so- to come out. They expected be, yeah. her to come out and make a statement and be like, man, oh, the fact that they dropped me, you so or-
2: fast, we thought it was going to be something major. Right, right, right. And um,
1: UTA, I think they just sort of parted ways because they would leave themselves sort of subject to be sued by their own. You know, they... Are you upset
2: you didn't fight that, though?
1: <sighs> Absolutely. And not just left and just took the bread? and just. Absolutely. I feel the same way about you know the Delta situation because UTA also represents Delta. And I was told that it would behoove me not to try to fight Delta wow. in that situation. Explain what, to what was the people Delta situation? Delta, yeah.
5: You got to altercation on the flight, too,
1: right? You cursed somebody out? Yeah, I cursed them out because I paid $7,800 for my ticket and they just told me to go sit somewhere else. Where the hell were you going for $7,800 a ticket? I went to the um the Conor McGregor. Oh yeah, and and the t- the flight ticket was 7800 dollars. No, the flight ticket. Where were you flying from? Africa? <laughs> no, I was flying from Chicago. But I got Chicago it like where? to <laughs> Vegas, Vegas. From Chicago to Vegas and back was seventy, eight hundred dollars. Because I, I got my tickets sort of like last minute and Showtime, you know, they're a big promoter mm-hmm. for the boxing and they gave me a suite and they gave me two tickets. So um they told me if you can get yourself damn back, that's all you gotta do. You know, and that's why I was so hurt because on the way back, I'm like, yo, listen, you're about to put me off the plane, right? But I got to be at work tomorrow. I'm not trying to be the young black dude that just went to Vegas and now I'm showing up to work late. So not only was I mad about the money, I was mad about the fact that, like, you're trying to put me off this plane and you're not treating me like a paying customer. I just had done a Delta commercial. And what did you get in an argument about? The flight overbooked and yeah, yeah, they double booked me and they just told me to go sit somewhere else and I was like, wait, 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 wait a second. And you cursed the lady out? I
2: did. All right, we got more with Jason Mitchell when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on, mm-hmm. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jason Mitchell from the shot and also uh, Straight Outta Compton, Charlamagne. You yeah. think you think you got anger management issues? Yes, I grew up in a in a very
1: violent city. You know what I mean, and I. And that's that's really all I know. I feel like black men especially, like, when trauma happens to us, we don't think that it's okay to go to therapy.
4: You that's know, we fact. don't
1: think that it's okay to hug each other. Sometimes a lot of us feel like it's not okay to cry. And as a result, we come off very Aggressive. You know what I mean? Very aggressive. And we're a little rough around the edges. And we got a lot of hurt and pain within us, and we end up redistributing that hurt and pain to other people. Exactly. Exactly. And it's a cycle, you know? So I figured this is the best way for me to work on myself. And I've been working with this doctor, Tamika Bob, who's amazing.
5: You just completed mental health counseling, right?
1: Yeah. What, what Yeah, What was that like? You know, it was beautiful. It was a lot of tears at the beginning. You know what I mean? Because I didn't realize how much... I was holding in and how many things actually were bothering me.
2: So none of these women, after this interview, we're not going to hear these women come out and say, Jason, touch me, Jason, (laughs) uh, hit me. You you weren't accusing no rape or no
5: sexual misconduct. I never heard any of that. No, I don't see that happening. I think the biggest thing you're doing is holding yourself accountable. You know, so when you look back on the allegations against you, you know, what what do you
1: think was inappropriate? You know, I think I might have just sort of unintentionally intimidated a woman. And I, I understand that that going forward, I have to have better actions. I have to learn how to react to things.
5: So, Jason Mitchell understands why he was released from
2: multiple projects. Because, yeah. Because Do you worried. understand why you were released? Um, Do you get it? Does it make sense to you? Because, from what you said here, yeah. you know what? <laughs> I
1: feel like whether it makes sense to me or not, I still gotta deal with it. I gotta make sense of it in my own mind to not make the same mistakes. I, I, do you feel that you're misunderstood? A little bit. If you could Absolutely. go back in time, what would you d- do differently? Stay home. Stay home, stay in my hotel room, get in that script. What's your relationship with Tiffany Boone like now? Have you spoken to her since any of this? No, I haven't. But like I said, me and Tiffany has never really been, you know, what I would consider friends. We've never actually been that. You What's know? your
5: relationship like with Lena? Because Lena said she would never work with you again.
1: Which is sad. That's that's actually a very sad thing because... um. Lena and I are actually really good friends and even now yeah, even now, That's even like now I spoke. It's it's been a little second cuz she definitely called and asked me if I was okay when this whole situation popped off. And you know she told me if she ne- ever need if I ever needed anything, you know what I mean that she um that she was she was still a friend to me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I had to Definitely get my stuff together You know what I'm saying And um, I don't necessarily Knock her for making The decision that she made Because at the end of the day Like If nobody knows What happens You have to do What you feel is right And I honestly believe That Lena felt That she was doing The right thing By saying Hey you know I have to sever ties Because I may know this guy One way But if he's over here Doing these things He might be a different guy all right, all right, all right. I, I, I had feel when You found out They was going to Kill you off the shot man I felt like you know I could have I could have took a better route out you know what I mean I felt like uh, that was a quick route though yeah Brandon Brandon himself actually already had it bad you know what I mean you started off losing your brother you just Brandon just could never catch a break (laughs) and now he about to get killed like he couldn't move just got his truck got his business off the ground exactly you know
2: what I mean can you take the food truck and just you know move to Indiana or something but you know it was. You know, it is what it is. So, I who's management you. now? Who's managing you now? Who decided to say, you know, we'll come, we'll come along and, and and believe in you and push you as an artist? Well, you know, I went back to the home team.
1: My manager now, his name is Corey Simon. He's been a really, really good friend of mine for twenty plus years. And as far as my my agent goes, um, I'm sure you guys remember Tasha Mills. She was the person who who got me out the streets and introduced right. me to acting mm-hmm. and helped me get straight out of Compton and was actually the person that said, "You know what? If if you want to go where I see you going, let's go find you another manager. Let's go find you another agent." And we did those things together. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's that's the person that I trust. So, I went back to the home team, man. Do you
5: resent anybody for these allegations?
1: No. I don't. I feel like um there's no point of uh, me pointing my finger at at anybody and I feel like I wake up better when I'm not angry, I live better when I'm not thinking about these different jaded thoughts. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't live like that. It seems like the only person I, that you're mad at is yourself. Um, that and possibly Ayanna Floyd Davis. It was completely ridiculous.
2: You know what I mean? You to... thought that she made this up over just being upset and angry that she was let go.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because I think as black people, like, we tear each other down so much. And to see... What Lena has built, and to see it being torn down by somebody black, that's just like, man, what are you doing? You know what I mean? If we did have an issue, like, we could have talked about it before you just jumped out there and was like, she was doing this to Tiffany, and Lena was standing there watching it, and like, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? So I wonder why Tiffany never
5: came out and said none of that was true if it wasn't true.
1: Because, I mean, if you're Tiffany Boone, why make a statement at all? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why? Like, you damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because
5: Tiffany even said she bought her boyfriend on set because she felt so uncomfortable.
1: I mean, let's think about it like this. If she felt that uncomfortable around me, you don't think HR would have got involved season one? Well, that's what Ayana said they did, but n- nothing happened. No, that's a lie. When she bought her boyfriend on set, did you know why? Did you know it was for you? I mean, I don't think it was for me. I don't think it was for me at all. She's brought her boyfriend on set several times. Like, everybody brings family. That's not a weird thing at all. And, I mean, I honestly feel like if you're going to bring your boyfriend for me, you might as well go to HR. And, actually, I'm cool with him, too. Like, he's a—you know, the last time I ran into him was in New Orleans, and it was it was all love. Like, we, we don't have no problems like that. So so is, is is Jason Mitchell guilty of any of the allegations against him? No. No, no. I Well, I, I'm not really sure. I'm not gonna say I'm not uh, guilty of any allegations because I don't know exactly what the allegations are. Yeah, if that makes sense. But you, you know what I but mean. It meant you, you make some women feel uncomfortable by being overly aggressive. Well, yeah, I'm definitely guilty of that. If that's if that's what's in question, mm-hmm. then yes, you know. And I'm working on that every day. Well, we
2: we appreciate you for right.
1: joining us. So what's next for you, man? I actually. Um, I'm in the process of doing my first production. It's it's called Free School, and it's something that I want to do free for the public. You know, you hear so many people that say, you know, I have this dream, but they don't know how to go about getting there at all. So I feel like that's my way of giving back. You know what I'm saying? Just giving people this free information that could, could possibly make them a star, or if not, put you exactly where you need to be, because everybody ain't going to be in this 1% of people who are on TV, you know what I mean? But, like, they have a lot of gears in that watch that make that move. So sometimes I encourage people to to look in depth when it comes to things, because they got 300-plus jobs on set. You know? and, and you can keep the next generation uh, from
5: making the same mistakes you make. Absolutely. Because the best apology is change behavior.
1: Exactly. So
5: as long as people see you growing and evolving and continuing to do the work on yourself, I think you'll be all right.
1: Me too. I'm ready to take this by storm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm ready to... To to grab all my problems by the <laughs> <house>. <laughs> and um I'm I'm handling it well, man. I think I'm really and you're holding
5: it yourself well. accountable. That's the most important thing. You're not pointing the finger. Absolutely,
2: you're holding yourself accountable. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you for being so honest this morning. Y'all yes, good, man. I appreciate y'all. All right. It's Jason Mitchell. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen
0: up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip, gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip with Angela. Angela Yee.
6: It's the Rumor Report. The, the
0: Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club.
4: Well, prayers for Angie Martinez. She was in a really bad car accident, and she just posted, I've always believed in angels, and mine was with me the other morning. I was in a severe car accident and sustained a fractured lumbar and shattered vertebrae. I'm recovering and will be for some time, but I am extremely grateful to have the opportunity to do that. Wanted you all to hear it from me first and know that although this is a difficult time, I am in the best spirits possible and determined to be back and better than ever soon. God bless, and I deeply appreciate all love and prayers. So, everybody, please show Angie Martinez some love.
2: Absolutely. Prayers up for Angie, Ma.
5: Yeah, I mean, listen, don't just say prayers up. As soon as I heard that news, I dropped to my knees right here in the studio and put a prayer up for Angie Martinez. Don't just say prayers up. Actually, you know, say a prayer for Angie Mm -hmm. Martinez. For real, for real.
4: Yes, and she did post that on her page. So, you know, whatever you go, send her some love because I know it was a really bad, difficult accident. So... Of course, we want to be okay. And we are grateful and we thank God that she is alive because things could always be much worse than what it was. All right, Colin Kaepernick was given back on his birthday. He actually was in Oakland. And he was celebrating his 32nd birthday on Sunday, but instead of having a party, he was helping to feed and supply the countless homeless residents living there in Skid Row, Tent City in, o- in uh, Oakland. So, shout out to him
5: mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, happy for bo- doing something great. Happy born day to Colin Kaepernick. Drop on the clues bombs for Cap. damn it. He does that a lot, too. That's not even the first time he's done that. He's done that on his uh, birthday before. Mm-hmm.
4: And, you know, Oakland. he has his Know Your Rights camp, so that was him. Uh, Uh, Obviously, he has his own organization that he's always doing great things for people in the community. Mm -hmm. All right. Now let's discuss Nicki Minaj versus Wendy Williams. Now, Wendy Williams has been saying so many disparaging things about Nicki Minaj and her getting married and Nicki Minaj's new husband, Kenneth Petty. And here is an example of one of those times she did that.
6: And I don't know what he does for a living. I just know that he did time in jail for um, he's a sex offender. Well, she's no stranger to that because her in jail for sex offending for sex offending well first degree manslaughter now he served seven years in prison and he's also a sex offender so that means that he is a manslaughter a killer that's okay so
4: he's a killer and and a sex offender well Nikki congratulations All right. well Nikki Minaj of course did not like that and she's been addressing Wendy Williams and she went on Queen Radio and had this to say Three times
6: in a row, bitch doing a show acting like she fing stuttering John talk about is it means slaughter? What does that mean? Does it mean that you actually killed somebody? Does it mean that you my <laughs> bitch? Where was you at when Kevin had his knee deep in that f- Punani? <laughs> and it's not about about you doing your job. There are people who report the news and there are people who do it with an evil intent in their heart, viciousness. And I pray for you because I know you're hurting and I know you must be sick and humiliated.
5: Drop on the clues bonds <laughs> with Nicki Minaj. Look, man. Hey. She did a good Wendy Williams voice. She, she sure did. Listen, Wendy got to take that smoke. Wendy has been around long enough to know you can't say what you want and then control how artists respond. That's so correct. I, I get it. And But what is DJ Booth doing through all of this? That's <laughs> a good question. DJ Booth is torn. Nicki is DJ and <laughs> Wendy's he DJ. He better, call, DJ out better call out sick. What are you doing? What is DJ Booth going to do today on live TV when Wendy brings this up? He better Please. call out sick today. Please, cameraman, flash the camera to DJ <laughs> Booth during all of this. Please. <laughs> (laughs) Geesh, Boof, just text me, bro. I just want to know how you're handling this. All right,
4: all right. Now let's talk about Kanye's brunchella meals. He had this whole brunchella thing on Friday. He performed at Bethany Church in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, at Sunday service, and he had a huge crowd. It was a free concert, but you know what did cost money? What? If you wanted to get brunchella, it was a fifty-five dollar meal prior to the concert. It was a fundraiser for the church. But concert goers did not like that at all. They gave them actually a cold brunch buffet. One person posted it. She said, "We are being served by boiling rhubarb, and the server looked at me crazy when I asked for another pancake. And then they said the pancake <laughs> was cold, and uh, it did look like a, a pretty measly meal. But um, they were comparing Yato, right? it. They were comparing it to the fire festival, and they did the hashtag #hashtag Yeezy Fire Festival started circulating. But that had Online. nothing to do
2: with him, though. That had nothing to do. He was just performing, right? He had nothing to do with that, the food or the brunch, right? Or did he?
4: Um, I mean, I I don't know how involved he was, but mm. they just were having a lot of meal jokes did, about that, that. That
5: meal did look trash. McDonald's fifty
4: five dollars for that? Yeah, that
5: was garbage. Yeah. McDonald's big breakfast with the hotcakes look way better than that. Way better. But
4: I will say that Kanye's Jesus Is King album did debut at number one on the Billboard two hundred, so mm-hmm. that's his ninth number one album. So congratulations to him. For
5: that. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, there's a part of me that be wanting to go get that McDonald's big breakfast. I'm not gonna lie to you. With the pancakes and the scrambled eggs and the biscuit and the hash brown, mm-hmm. it really do look good when you go to the, when you go Google it. Google McDonald's big breakfast with hotcakes and tell me you don't get hungry, God damn it. My goodness. All right. Well, what? that is your rumor report. Charlamagne. Yes. Who giving that donkey to? I don't know, but I'm really thinking about sending an intern to go get this goddamn big breakfast with hotcakes. Come on, man. Oh, donkey of the day is going to uh, Jermaine Whitehead. Jermaine Whitehead plays for the Cleveland Browns. He needs to come to, speaking of Browns, hash Browns, that's
2: what comes on the Big Browns. come on, man. We need Jermaine Whitehead to come to the front (laughs) of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him, please. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne,
0: say the gang, donkey of the day, man. You
2: are a donkey. (laughs)
5: It's
0: time for donkey of the day
5: donkey of the day does not discriminate. I
3: might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day.
0: So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, <laughs> man, hit me with the heat.
3: Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day
5: today? Yeah, it's donkey of the day for Monday, November 4th. Goes to Cleveland Browns safety, Jermaine Whitehead. Uh, salute to everyone who listens to us in Cleveland on Real 106.1. Drop on the clues bombs for Cleveland, damn it. Hey. What's happening, in real 106.1. Now, always remember, Donkey of the Day is a segment designed to give people the credit they deserve for being stupid. And yesterday, this brother Jermaine Whitehead. <sighs> he was extremely stupid. Now, the Browns lost to the Broncos yesterday, 24-19. Same way the Giants gonna lose to my Cowboys tonight. And, no. in, and in life, we have to remember on social media, if you take a loss in any way, shape, or form, you're gonna get this smoke. That's just the rules, okay? It comes with the territory. It doesn't matter who you are, who you play for, what your status is. If you lose, you will probably become a meme and the butt of a lot of jokes on social media, okay? Not to mention you have all these thumb thugs, these Wi-Fi warlocks, these broadband bloods and cyber crips who love to bang on you and say. Say things to you online that they would never ever say to someone's face. And sadly, we as public figures are supposed to just take it. Uh, we are the blessed ones. We are the ones making the money. We are the ones who should be above any of this. But people forget, hey man, we are all just humans and humans have emotions and feelings. And after a loss is when we are most fragile, okay? It's when we are in our most vulnerable emotional states. Not to mention a brother like Jermaine Whitehead who was out there playing with a broke hand. It's probably extra vulnerable because he's out there giving his all, playing with an injury, and this, the things he gets from fans, is social media criticism, I understand. Jesus, okay? But, 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 with great power comes great responsibility, uh, even when you are just human. And Jermaine Whitehead was not responsible at all. Oh. <sighs> with the way he responded. What did Jermaine Whitehead do? Let's go to WKYC NBC3 for the report, please.
4: What came after the game? Explosive tweets from Brown safety Jermaine Whitehead. His account tweeted vulgar threats to fans who criticized his missed tackles and also to 92.3, the fan host, Dustin Fox, after Fox criticized the safety's effort. Shortly afterward, the account was suspended by Twitter. However, the rant continued a short time later on Whitehead's verified Instagram account. <laughs> In a statement tonight, the Browns called the post totally unacceptable and highly inappropriate. The statement goes on to say the organization spoke to him and does not condone that behavior and will address the matter internally.
5: It's amazing how Twitter is so quick to suspend everybody's Twitter account except for Donald Trump. Unreal. But let me read you some of Jermaine Whitehead's tweets. Okay. Because the news report didn't do it. Uh, Jermaine replied to one of the broadband bloods. He said, don't get shot at, little bitch. Can you whoop my ass? F football. Let me know when you need the address. Wow. Another thumb thug said, give me a time and a place you suck. So Jermaine Whitehead posted a whole address and said, any effing day of the week, cracker. In all capital letters. Come Goodness on. Now, gracious. Now, I'm going to read that again because Drum wasn't ready. He wasn't. So Jermaine Whitehead posted an address and said, Any effing day of the week, cracker!
2: Cracker ass cracker!
5: In all capital letters. All right? He also threatened to kill one cyber crypt. Uh, now the Cleveland Browns released a statement that said Jermaine Whitehead's social media post following today's game were totally unacceptable and highly inappropriate. We immediately spoke with Jermaine upon learning of these comments. The Browns in no way condone that type of language or behavior. This matter will be further addressed internally. Um, Jermaine, Jermaine, Jermaine. Look, I get it. I understand. I would love to harm some of these slick-talking folks on social media too, but you can't. And you will never get the opportunity. They are ghosts. And I'm not talking about James St. Patrick. They just air like farts. You know how you walk in a crowded room and you smell the fart? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know where it came from. And you can't just start accusing people of farting and yelling at people for farting because you would look crazy. So you just got to take the L, okay? Look, Jermaine and every other public figure who finds themselves in a beef, and I put air quotes around beef on social media, it's not what happens to you but how you react to it that matters. I know it's unfair, but Jermaine, I just understand you reacted wrong because you got way more to lose than any of these people you will ever meet criticizing you on social media. It wouldn't even be news if you didn't reply. So once again, it's not what happens to you, but how you react to it, that matters. Please give Jermaine Whitehead the sweet sound to the Hamiltons.
1: Oh, now you are the donkey Mm -hmm. of the day.
2: All right. Mm-hmm. Did he really miss all, miss all those tackles, though, and all that that the guys were saying? I have no idea. Okay. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Why would I
5: ever be watching the Cleveland Browns? Just curious. Play the Denver Broncos. And catch the highlights on Sports Center.
2: All right. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, Will Packer will be joining us. He has a new show called Central Ave. And the host of the show, Jalisa Bermudez and Sonia Richards-Ross will be joining us this morning. Yes. So we'll kick it with them when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Uh, you might know him from FAMU. That's all I know. This Come guy, on. Brother. That's all you need to know. <laughs> he's he's, he's, he's never not off. working. Come on. Start <laughs> off with my number one accolade.
3: Florida <laughs> University. The best
2: HBCU ever. Just so get that out of the way. My brother Will Packer. What's welcome up, welcome family? We Appreciate you having Julissa me. Julissa from Queens. Hey. You know, I don't know, we were actually in uh, acting school with each other. Acting class. Yes. Oh. Oh, it did really? up. It didn't pop
4: but, Yo, for but, Abby, but for Anthony, but for is going well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> was he any good, Julissa?
5: Was he any good?
7: Um, from what I remember he was yeah, very
0: in the moment. That means she doesn't remember.
6: <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
2: It's Sonya Richards Ross. Yes. Hey, Broke. thank you. Now you me. have a new show called Central App. Tell us about Central App.
3: Yo, we doing something different, family. Mm-hmm. We doing something different. So it's a lot of uh, news magazine shows out there, right? Here's mm-hmm. the deal. They all been out there forever. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the same thing, the same format, the same host. Listen, no hate, but we about to do it better. That's mm-hmm. the real. So. Couple of interesting things. First of all, it's the first time you've ever had two women of color hosting an entertainment magazine show, hey. right? Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. That makes us totally different. We're set in Atlanta. That's mm-hmm. different. And the way we're going to attack these stories, it's like a little mix of Entertainment Tonight, Access Hollywood, and Inside Edition. Like, we're going into the stories and going deeper. So, this is a way for us to do and Y'all know I've told y'all this. I love the way that you guys represent the culture. I yeah. say it in front of you. I say it when I'm not up here. That is something you do well. This is something that we're going to do in that kind of prime time six, seven, eight o'clock slot. We're going to do it. We're going to represent the culture. Still cover pop culture tar- yes. uh, bringing uh, topics. Bringing the culture
7: into pop culture. There you go.
3: That's mm-hmm. what it is. I want to get Two hosts, amazing hosts. I got two winners with me who are fresh
5: voices and fresh perspectives. Why, Sonia Richards Ross? Cause you from athletics to athletics field, right, Yeah. And now to be an entertainment reporter, yeah. How, how was that? And shift you for also you? had a
4: reality
8: show. Yeah, I did. I mean, for me, I'm first of all when you get a call from Will Packer, you run faster than you do on the track, right? right. To- <laughs> She's running <waiting. laughs> and- <laughs> pretty fast. That's pretty fast. And I've always loved pop culture. I love you guys' show because I think. A lot of times we read social media and we get, like, a little bit of the story, but we tune into shows like this to learn more. And that's what Central Live is going to do. It's going to tell a deeper story. And I think I bring a fresh perspective, right? A lot of people have been in this business for a long time. They're kind of jaded. And I'm not. Like, when I sit in those rooms with Monique Chenot, our showrunner, and Julie, and all these people, I'm, I'm asking questions that nobody's asking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a perspective that no one has. So I think that makes our show different. Too. And more like
7: a perspective from the viewer that yeah. uh, maybe just works a day-to-day job that doesn't get more than just the headline. We're going to bring you more than that. There's a lot of investigative aspect to our show.
5: Not right. being biased <laughs> because you don't have, like, relationships or you don't, you know, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. But yeah. I also
4: feel like you bring something to the table as far as in the world of sports, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. NFL, Absolutely. track, everything.
8: And I feel like entertainment has Family. been a huge part of pop culture these mm-hmm. days, right? We're tuning in to see what LeBron James is saying and all these athletes, mm-hmm. and so I definitely understand their perspective. I understand why they do interviews the way they do and how sports is changing and shifting culture. So, absolutely excited to bring that perspective as well. So, how do you handle the story like Kanye West oh. <laughs> just released the album? Yeah.
2: Right? Mm-hmm. How do y'all... Do this story, Kanye? How, how do you go? Good question. So good, good question. question. <laughs> that, Knowing that him. the album is named after Jesus, now. Listen, listen. When boom. we
7: premiere November fourth, yeah. <laughs> we are kicking it off with an amazing investigative, journalistic, pop culture in-depth story. With, Talk about it. Talking about Kanye yeah. West, yeah. it might even be a two-porter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We were able to. And I was able to catch up with a lot of influential gospel artists mm-hmm. and um, artists that have been in. That world for a long time, and I got a chance to ask them about Kanye's transition into where he is now, and you guys will see again a much more in depth um investigative sort of in inner scope kind of um yeah, you know,
3: because it, like you said you know other story. people may. Cover, all right, Kanye dropped a gospel album. What's the mm-hmm. reaction to it, mm-hmm. right? But like is alluding to, so we'll go in and we'll actually talk to gospel folks and the black church, yeah. okay? Black church has been around forever. Right. That has always been the institution that has lifted up gospel music yeah. and allowed it to go mainstream. So when you have a big pop artist like that, that steps into the gospel realm, is it exploitation? Is it somebody that has found his voice, his spiritual voice? And then support been of Donald
4: Trump, I'm sure, yeah. it's something I that's alarming that. yeah.
5: We can go there in a way that you're just not going to see on some other shows. Mm-hmm. I think it's a slippery slope with uh, Kanye, though. Because whenever you're an artist, like your life is your commodity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're going through in that moment, you yes. will essentially be selling, even Absolutely. if it is God. Absolutely. Right.
7: I-, I asked other artists that were at the Tyler Perry opening, as well as Kirk Franklin, T.D. Jakes. I mean, I got a chance to ask other artists that are not in the church um, world and do pop music and rap music and what their thoughts were. So you guys will get to see some mm-hmm. of that. I mean, you're just going to see the stories being told different than you've seen on any other entertainment show beyond that headlines and we're allowing you to formulate your opinion opinion. once we give you all the information because nowadays it seems like people will just
4: have an opinion straight off the headlines but if we give you 10 second judgment yeah exactly Exactly. (laughs) now i have a question because i just wanted to know this i was wondering this about the whole kanye thing with his merchandise right Mm -hmm. i know when it comes to the church you don't have to pay taxes on Mm -hmm. things that are registered like you know sunday service church merchandise so do y'all know or did you find out is that something that he doesn't have to pay taxes on? Angela, you're
8: going to have to tune in. If we yeah, give you guys
4: the tune I'm on that. I'm just curious. He's
3: saying <laughs> it's a money play. Yeah. He's saying he's trying I'm to get that 501c3 religious exempt.
4: What is
2: he giving 10% exempt. to the church?
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: what is if that, does that 10%? make it Okay. You, is that what you're saying? I'm
4: just curious. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, that's, I'm not a te- that's a good piece, though. That's
2: a good piece. You're gonna have to find out. Any no, no. Because we go there. We go there.
7: We go there. Franchise stories, yeah. um, mm. like Paper Chase, and you're gonna see stories that have to do with monetary things when it comes to celebrities. We'll have other franchise stories. I mean, one of them is cancel culture, which mm. you guys mm. will talk about. that. absolutely. I know you guys talk about it. You separate
3: the message from the messenger. You know what I mean? Is it who's saying it that that really affects the value of what's being said? we also talk about like uh, the opioid crisis yeah. Yeah. right mm-hmm. how is that being uh, portrayed in the media
5: very very differently
3: from the crack
4: epidemic oh yeah, yeah. a yes. great topic well we know
5: why because oh. white people do on
6: opioids
4: oh. yeah. I have a great topic <laughs> and I would love for you to cover this mm. right when is it time to shave a bald and just let the hair <laughs> the the I think that one. would be a great topic that's a good one because, we've talked a yeah, lot about hair on. and we
8: think a lot about hair from the perspective of women right but yes. we forget to think about men and when <laughs> they should let it go too it's a good topic Charlamagne <laughs>
2: and I don't have a problem with that what's, what's the, we yeah. understand she, she's shooting at me because what? No, it I'm, wasn't. I'm letting my hair grow back listen and they think it's I didn't say well, but it's anything but about you it's my about listen your hairline looks
3: good to me from across the desk why did you say nothing about didn't say anything about you I didn't get close to envy I don't know if he's
5: real. Will, 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 you've been What'd in a lot think? of hair and makeup rooms. You know that's not real.
2: This is real. You can pull. this is my it's real hair. You know hair what? From Yo, the
4: perspective listen. of the man, right, men are always doing things trying to hold on to their hairline. They're beijing. It's my brands, real it's, hair. It's bloods, <laughs> yes, <laughs> hair transplants and all of that. We and do? I don't feel like we've explored that oh my enough.
2: Goodness. Now, what about a story well, if, if it's one of your friends? Yeah. You work with a lot of people in Hollywood. Uh-huh. There's sometimes scandals. What? Now, what do you do? How do you... We're calling them first. Well, he is.
3: Well, I mean, but I mean, listen. Will wants to know yeah. Yeah. Let's say exactly. Tiffany Haddish. Let's
2: say a story breaks about Tiffany
3: Haddish. we, gonna, we, gonna, That's we definitely going to happen. We would have, <laughs> yeah. we would have access to my girl yeah. that yeah. the other folks wouldn't have. And so I, she would be much more likely to be open and honest about her perspective and her side of whatever the story is with us right.
2: than right. she would be with some other show. That's mm-hmm. the reality. All right, we got more with Will Packer, Jaleesa, Bermudez, and Sanya Richards-Ross when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NVA. Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Will Packer. Of course, he has a new show called Central Ave with the host Jaleesa Bermudez and Sanya Richard Ross. Yee.
4: I'd rather watch you guys report stories than a network that is... I mean, no offense to anybody, but not women of color, you know, black women, Hispanic women reporting on things from our community. And I think that's been an issue a lot. Yeah. Just the way that media can slant things and portray things and especially women. Absolutely. and I think that's
8: what Will Packer saw when he wanted to create this show is that there is a void in entertainment news and the entertainment news magazine space where we're not hearing our stories told authentically. And what makes our show so great is that it's not that we're only diverse in front of the camera. We're super diverse behind the camera. Yeah. I was saying to our <laughs> Monique Chanel, who's our showrunner, was the first African-American person, male or female, to be a showrunner on an entertainment news show when she did entertainment tonight. So she comes from such a great background, and our room, like Julissa said, is filled with all different races, all different kinds of people. So I think it also informs how we tell stories, and when you see the story, you should feel like, wow, like that's a perspective I get and understand, and we want it to be holistic and inclusive, so I'm so excited about it. And it's the first time that a show
7: like this has ever been produced and ever been put on in Atlanta, so that's going to be, most of these entertainment Mm -hmm. news shows are out of L.A. Mm -hmm. or New York, Mm -hmm. so that already is
8: just going to make it Different, I mean,
7: yeah. you know, Atlanta There's got so a much different going kind on. In yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah. Kind yeah,
8: of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we're so excited to be on this project. We're not gonna let anything get in our way, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, we're trying to win together, and we're not gonna let any pettiness or any undertones. It's gonna be all love, and we're gonna be positive because we want to serve a great show, right? And yeah. we know that starts with us. That being chemistry great. helps when yeah. you have it
4: off camera, too. Yeah, now for let, sure. you know what I would have loved to hear your perspective on when that whole thing happened when they were talking about these. Um, you know Olympic track women mm-hmm. and how it was when you get pregnant and mm-hmm. then you lose all your endorsements for that yeah. period of time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like things like that, I think Absolutely. you bring to the table. Julissa, obviously, you have an extensive background as yeah. far as music and still here. <laughs> yeah, still <laughs> Thank here. You. So, <laughs> Thank you all. What are you listening to now? Uh, I
7: listen to a lot of reggaeton. Mm-hmm. I listen to. I was just actually listening to Kanye's new album. See, I. It's it's so tough. If you're a true Kanye fan, I think sometimes it's really tough to differentiate Kanye as an artist and Kanye doing other things mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, at the core, I still love him as an artist.
5: I think the worst part of that album is Kanye West. I think the production is great. I the think production the songs is are great. Fantastic. But I think he should have opened it up to other artists. Like yeah. he just, he don't sound right on these records for some reason. Yeah,
7: I mean there there are some that are my more my favorites than others and then he does get weird with just the way he's using his voice. But you're absolutely right, the production on it. I would have loved to have heard him collaborate with other artists mm-hmm. a lot more on the album because of the production is so great. But yeah, I mean, I listen to a little bit of everything. I love Afro beats and I just, I mean, I guess because I'm Latina and I first started hosting was a reggaeton show, so that's still <laughs> in my blood.
4: What were your thoughts on the whole colorism issue that was happening on Basketball Wives? Did you guys pay attention to that? Oh, man. Oh first yes, of all, that.
7: Afro-Latina, that. That, that term and, and just... I consider myself an Afro Latina. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm Dominican. I I grew up in Queens, New York. I have brothers that. I mean, introduced me to hip-hop. I would not even know about the hip-hop genre of music that existed if it wasn't for my three older brothers. So I don't know. I feel like that whole debate was just making my head spin. Mm-hmm. And I think when you do grow up in, in such a diverse city like New York, those kind of arguments and those conversations, they kind of blow my mind a little bit. That's, a lot of it has to do with your upbringing. A lot of it has to do with your surroundings. Mm-hmm. A lot of it has to do with so many factors besides right. just your color of your skin. But it is a real thing.
2: Okay. Well, tell them about the show one more time, because they got to go. You're not going to let yeah. Sonya talk about colorism?
5: She's the dark-skinned one. Wow. <laughs> wow, Envy. Tell me Wow. Wow. wow.
3: wow. You, boy, I like your privilege. Call out <laughs> the light-skinned brother wow. with the wig on, huh? You just going to do the makeup? You want to join me with the
8: wig on? Wow. DJ Envy was saving me. No, don't
3: have to shave, brother. It's all good. <laughs> but I
8: think colorism is in the Caribbean a lot. So yeah, I think no. So people
4: are bleaching their skin. No, yeah. definitely. No,
8: I, I think it's a real issue. I just think it's how people identify. And... You know, I think some people do identify as black even though their skin isn't black or they're mixed or whatever. So I, I feel like a lot of times it's the intention that the person used the words with, you know? Like mm-hmm. I feel like if someone, if you guys are homies and you're Hispanic, I, I feel like it's different. Like there's a different undertone, unfortunately, when white people use the word to black people. But I think minorities using the word, people who grew up with black culture, it's a little bit hard to say, oh, you can't use it then and, and they use it at other times. So I didn't feel offended by it mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes they try to make arguments and make something happen, right. so we'll tune in and watch. But you know, I I, I, I feel like I, I judge a person's intentions more than I do their words, because we all slip up and say things yeah. we don't mean. But right. it's like you know what I was mean, your? I mean, look what happened with Gina so,
7: Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, that was oof, that was hard to watch. Yeah.
8: But I'm gonna go the Eminem route. He's never
7: used it. Yes, he has. Yes, he has? when there's, he was. There's, way there's audio of him
5: using it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah, when he was rapping.
7: Oh yeah. well, dang, that's news to me because I definitely thought he always kept it clean. It was before
5: he got on though. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but
7: still, that's and then maybe it took somebody to school
8: him
5: mm-hmm. and he
4: realized, oh, when I get on, right, that ain't a pass. Yeah, and when
8: he has a, he had a bigger platform, he realized and he, he,
4: wasn't he probably a was thinking he grew up around all yeah. black people. Yeah. and that's who he associated with, yeah. and so they're using it, he's using it, and then you yeah. learn like, dude, not okay. Not yeah. I tell you,
3: don't use it, Gary Owen. Got a black wife and two black kids. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> he he Gary up, Owen don't use he it. He used it up Jay, here. I'd have slipped three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> I was married to a black woman with black <laughs>
4: You! No, actually, um, <laughs> Gary Owen used it up here. We had to take it out. Shut, Shut up. up. God, wow. Don't, don't do do talk that. He about you, Will. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that, <laughs> that might
0: be Put me in believe movie. I'm, like,
3: I'm like,
4: what? It's <laughs> funny that you say that, Charlamagne, because in one of our franchise
7: stories, when I say cancel <laughs> culture, like that footage of M&M could resurface and we could cancel him right now to this day like how what is the time frame that we are canceling people from what they've done or said and how far back do we have to go and you know dig up a tweet or dig up that mm-hmm. footage of eminem using that word you know what i mean
3: i love this conversation man this is why we made the show seriously <laughs> yeah, no no, no yeah, yeah. because you're getting the perspective and some of this stuff we haven't talked about so yeah. i'm hearing the perspectives of my host i see Shayla over there taking notes that oh yeah no, 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 that's, she definitely figured out what's <laughs> gonna be on the, on the first week of the show but uh that's why you bring diverse voices mm-hmm. and give them a platform you know mm-hmm. what i mean people that don't look like the folks in this room have controlled media forever. Mm-hmm. So every time there's a new show, and I know sometimes you can be out there like, ah, it's another show, with more content. Yo, that's a good thing, yeah. especially if it's content that is created and driven by us and gives us a platform, and that's what this is. Oh, <laughs> Will, Will's doing the Wendy Williams movie. I am, yes. Who you want to play you, Charlemagne? i not in that can't... movie. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? You ain't no way I was with her for three years. You're it? <laughs> You're not in the movie? No you sure in the about movie. that? You're, not You're not a talking to the producer. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right. We got to get somebody if, very if small. If you were in it, <laughs> oh my who would you want to play you?
5: Hmm. I mean, is can you do
3: the CGI? Listen, I, listen, I don't think so. Can you do the
5: CGI on Mars Chestnut just oh to make boy. him look oh, a little oh, bit oh, younger? And... I don't see you. That's not your energy.
2: You don't have Morris Chestnut energy at at all. All. I'm not oh, even oh. trying to hate him. I'm just saying. You put him at
5: like 20 when he's
2: like, no CGI Yo, years who, who else is very tiny, very small? Who can we get? Who
3: should play Charlotte?
5: I can't think of nobody else other than Mars Chestnut. I'm sorry.
2: Somebody somebody get Kevin Hunter on the
5: phone. he
3: think? Oh, Ray J. Ray, Ray J. Ray J. Ray J. is going to play nah. Charlamagne, Charlamagne in the movie? You nah. don't
5: approve that casting?
3: No.
0: What do we no. think? Do we no. feel that? Is that Is that Charlamagne
3: energy? You said Beetlejuice? Oh, wow. Oh, wow.
5: my God! I think Mars well, we Chestnut appreciate is for good, good. good. us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it better <laughs> not be
3: no damn Martin <laughs> <laughs> Really good. Charlamagne oh. is my guy. You know, we got to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> bald-head, dark skin, short. That's short. Right.
2: We, we all we got. <laughs>
3: right. Thank
5: you, family. November 4th.
2: Look for your local listing. to fine find out. We're in New York. You said 7.30 p.m. Fox? Yes, yeah. Fox. Yeah, right. Fox we'll be Fox, stations. Fox stations. It's <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk John Legend.
0: This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. I'm his club. So
4: listen up. Nah, 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 yeah, so John Legend and Chrissy Teigen were actually trying to do something really cute and funny. They were at Universal Studios, uh-huh. and Chrissy posted, John got wine drunk and sang a song at Universal Studios last night. Then she said that the whole joke was supposed to be that he was going to get up there. She said literally no one was watching or at the stage, but then he got on stage and was like, it's me, John Legend. And then she posted this video of him performing. Yeah, so he was supposed to just get up there, start singing and not let anybody know it's him. But then I guess he got up there and announced himself. And that's when everybody started crowding around the stage.
5: So they were doing like a karaoke version of The Masked Singer?
4: Well, I think, you know, they were there. They thought it would just be funny for him to get up and sing. And people didn't realize, you know, and for people to not realize it was him because no one was really standing around. And she was going to film that. But instead, he announced himself. So that's everybody, of course, crowded around when he's like, it's me, John Legend. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, they always do little cute, funny stuff. Cool couple All stuff. right. Now, Meek Mill, he apparently, somebody returned $10,000 in cash to him. There was an envelope. It said Meek's Cash. And it had the date on it, 10-29-19. And I guess the person whose name is Alex actually gave him back that cash. He posted, "Alex found my money. It's still good people left in the world."
5: Yeah, but what did you did you did you kick kick him back a thousand dollar finders fee or yeah, something? You should give him ten percent. Ten percent. You that. gotta kick him back something, right?
4: Yeah, that's my question. So if somebody found your ten thousand dollars, what do you do if they return it?
5: I'm giving them five hundred. I give I give him a stack. If it's ten thousand, I give him a stack. No, I'm gonna give him five. You
4: should give. 2000 like no, 20%. Nah, no, Because you could have had nothing. I, you right.
5: don't reward people for what they're supposed to do. All right, that's number one. Uh, first
4: it, of all, a lot of people want to do it. You know what y'all would be like? Look at God. Just like you said, if you found some money in your not bank if account. Not if you got somebody's name on it. That's that a different it ballgame. game. was in your bank account, and then the bank wants it back. Not if you, if you got somebody's name on
5: it. it. No, not if you got somebody's name on it. If you find somebody's, if you find some cash with somebody's name on it, that's different. Then somebody just just randomly opening
2: up your bank account, you seeing an extra ten thousand dollars in it. Now to get out of getting his money back, and if somebody gave me the money back, I would give you ten percent. All
4: right, all right. Now Lil Rel, he maybe. wants to get sole custody. You said maybe. Yeah, maybe.
2: Because his... if it's ten thousand, but if it's a hundred thousand, I ain't gonna give you ten thousand now. You know what I mean? But I, should, I I wouldn't have that much cash on me. Wait, anyway, now slow
4: down. If it's a hundred thousand, you wouldn't give it back.
2: Ten thousand cash, but I give somebody a ten thousand cut for giving the money back. I still give him a stack. If
5: it has somebody's name on it, you have to give it back. Correct. Right? That's different. I mean, you don't have to. No, you don't. The, you, your karma you know, how many be people, you know
4: how many people wouldn't, that are listening right now, like, 10,000, thank you, Meek. <laughs> I mean, that, but the karma, would, like you said, would be bad. I wouldn't do yes, that. Yes, the karma would
5: be horrible. It's be one thing bad. if you just find an empty envelope, no name on it, and it's just cash. Right, but if but I, I got
2: somebody's name it is, on it, yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it back.
4: All right. Now, Little Rel is trying to get sole custody in his child support case. It's a confusing case, but according to Little Rel, he says his uh, child's mother, Lachez Davis, told him that he fathered their son and that she had divorced her husband. And he also says that she told him the child had his last name. But then, according to Little Rel, she allegedly also told her husband the same story that he was the father. So according to Little Rel, he says that she even put her husband's last name on the baby's birth certificate. And she said that he said that she was basically playing both him and her husband. And he was flying her and the baby out to go visit. And he was also providing financial support for the child voluntarily. But he said he posted a picture on Instagram calling the kid his. And that's when someone contacted him and told him that he is not the real father. So as a result, he did take a paternity test back in October, and he is the biological father. So now he wants to get full custody, and he wants the legal authority to make all parental decisions for their now two-year-old son. What do you think about that?
2: I think I love my wife so much, man. (laughs) I I love my family so much.
5: Yeah, I don't. I don't ever want to be in that situation, man. Mm-hmm. I don't. I not wish that on nobody. I got. I got a lot of homeboys who want to be in their children's lives, but they're not with the baby mother, so it's just super difficult. I, I'm just so happy I'm a married man and don't have to deal with that type of stuff.
4: So, do you think full custody for Little Rel after that situation? She was playing both of them. Her playing Little Rel and her own husband.
5: Yes. I don't know, man. I mean, I always feel weird in situations when it comes to full custody, especially when it's just full custody well, with if the you don't father. Are play around with both men to get what to get money from both men. Yeah, but parents, the kids need both, man. Kids need kids need the father and the mother. I mean, it's not
2: like if, if, she, if she was a terrible custody, person. But full custody, you still get the father and the mother. Just the father is raising. I thought full custody means what does full custody mean? That you just that the son is being raised by you, but the mother still sees the oh, son, like, sees and, him you're him gonna, and, and you're not paying like paying the mother, yeah. and uh-huh. you're not paying the mother, and you're not paying the mother child support. There you go. I don't know enough about the situation. I don't know.
4: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow.
2: Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. It's all about Diddy. So let me know your favorite Diddy joint. We'll get it on right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, guys. Have you heard about the new Stephen King movie, Dr. Sleep? Well, on Thursday, Stephen King's Dr. Sleep continues the legendary story of The Shining with a new terrifying installment. Dare to go back and get tickets online now? Don't miss Stephen King's Dr. Sleep, directed by Mike Flanagan, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. In theaters Thursday. Everybody is DJ MV Angela Yee Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we got a shout to Jason Mitchell for joining us this morning. Yeah, a
5: lot of people don't believe Jason Mitchell, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I don't have a dog in the fight. You know, I just we just allow people the opportunity to come up here and tell their side because there's always three sides to a story, and you know, none of us on the outside looking in know what the truth is. Correct. Um, I I, I had my my homegirl Dr. Thomas. Uh, she hit me up and she said, you know, big ups to him. He's awesome for owning his mistakes and growing from them. Uh, people are always intimidated by black men, angry or not. Black men and women have to deliver their message in a certain way. Black men intimidate white men and women. But she also did say that he sounds like he's lying just a little bit Okay. Um, about some of the stuff. But hopefully he's in psychotherapy and has taken some anger management sessions. And um, also, I see people hitting us up, you know... I don't know where these allegations of sexual misconduct came from because I never saw that I didn't see neither all I ever saw was Jason Mitchell was accused of misconduct I think that a lot of us assume it's sexual based on the climate that we're in but I never heard that from you know any, any of the people who accused him they just said they would always say he made me feel uncomfortable correct and it was misconduct they never said it was anything of a sexual nature I'm not saying it's not I'm just saying that's not
2: that's not what we heard that's not ever what we heard right but you know salute to Jason Mitchell you know, And you can I- see the full interview on our uh, YouTube page. And also, shout-out yep. to Will Packer, Jaleesa Bermudez, and Sanya Richards-Ross for joining us as well. That's right. When is Central Ave from here? T-
5: Tonight? Tonight? Today? Today yeah. at what time? I think it's at 7.30 p.m. today in New York. I'm not sure, but check your local listings for Central Ave Absolutely. TV. And, Will, make sure you hit up Van
2: Lathan. Okay? I think Van Lathan will be a great addition to that show y'all got over there, Central Ave. All right. When we come back, positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now you got a positive note for the people? Yes,
5: yeah, the positive note. I said this in Donkey the Day earlier, and I just want to repeat it, man. It's not what happens to you, but how you react to it that matters.
0: Breakfast Club, bitches! You all finished or you all done?